What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little sleeping tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It's episode 266. It is February 21st, 2022. And if you are tuning into this live on Facebook, it's pretty late. It is 10.09 in the p.m. It took a while to get the little dude to sleep, especially after last week's episode where he basically just stayed up the entire time because I was doing the show. He would not go to bed until I stopped talking. So this week I had to make sure that he went down all the way to sleep and stayed asleep before I even thought about firing up the microphone and getting on here and talking about nonsense. So what is up? Uh, I am uncertain if we're going to get any of our live audience on here tonight since I waited all the way till 10.09 to start the show. So this might be a short episode. Um, so I did something incredibly ridiculous on Twitter right now. And my mother-in-law is watching, so maybe I shouldn't tell this story. <laughs> I, there's a funny story I posted on Twitter, which actually... For one of the few times I'm actually getting uh, reactions from people. <laughs> so, yeah. Go, go to my Twitter, at Podcast if you have Twitter. And you, you can see the, <laughs> the stupid story I posted. Which actually is getting retweets from people I don't know. So, <laughs> it's, it's a pretty funny story I decided to share on Twitter. <laughs> It involves uh, a, a song from the Lonely Island and its proper use and context. I've done it in karaoke. And the mother-in-law says, go ahead. Nothing surprises her. She married an artist. So uh, I saw a post on Twitter where uh, someone had posted something of, um, uh, I guess, uh, a, a couple had just uh, finished a... Uh, having sex, and the girl posted, oh, he just came to me, and he just started working on doing the, the Peacemaker choreography. And, and I replied, that's nothing. One time after after sex, I opened up my laptop, uh, went to YouTube, put on uh, Akon and the Lonely Islands, I just had sex, and karaoke the entire thing. <laughs> true story. And, and yes, that is a true story. Uh, the the woman in question is not on any social media whatsoever. She she disappeared from social media long ago, and and I think I after my friend <laughs> retweeted it, <laughs> I replied, and yes, the relationship did not last. Uh, probably didn't last a m- longer than a month after that. <laughs> to, to no shock. <laughs> I, I I was very delighted to to share that story and the fact that the this. Finally, one of my, uh, it's not even a joke, it, it was a true story. It actually got a little bit of traction on Twitter. Uh, I try to drop funny jokes all the time on Twitter, and they, they very rarely gain any of the uh, the, the viral traction. <laughs> oh, and there you go, there's, there's a like to another one of the responses, <laughs> where somebody said, yeah, this wasn't, because people were like, this is a thing? And then uh, someone else responded, yeah, from 2011, 2012, people did this all the time. <laughs> Right after the song came out, I was like, hell yeah, I just had sex. <laughs> the whole song is, <laughs> the whole song is literally uh, 
uh, the little Anakin rapping about how happy they are that they just they literally just had sex, <laughs> and and I was like, yep, <laughs> and I, he he said, yeah, it's 2011, 2012, and I, I replied, yep, 2011 would be right on the dot, <laughs> a very short uh, two month relationship I had <laughs> at that point in time. <laughs> Uh, uh, my travels uh, as a Nintendo rep got me in, in varying degrees of trouble, <laughs> I, I should say. <laughs> uh, especially since I, I was single from uh, 2008 through 2012. <laughs> Save those two months that I, I dated a girl from one of No, actually, I, did, I dated a girl from a Target and I dated a girl from a Toys R Us. <laughs> And, yeah, starting your relationship off of somebody who just visits your store once once a month is not a great basis of starting a relationship. Because, yeah, the, the, Toys, the Toys R Us relationship lasted about two and a half, three months. And then the, the Target Girl, which happened a few years later, that, that was a, a two months when, when, when that one exploded in my face. <laughs> what can you do? I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Thankfully, this podcast uh, led me to to my wonderful wife, and then and that became our wonderful child, and and uh, things are a lot better now than they were years ago. Yeah, I, I think it was like the first few months of the podcast. I think I had. I had put out a, a question on Facebook. It's like, oh, should I start a Tinder account so, so I could get some funny stories? And uh, and I knew it was a bad idea, and hence why I, I asked Facebook first. And uh, I was immediately rebuffed by uh, every single female friend of mine. Like, no, don't do that. That's that's horrible if you did that. <laughs> I was like, that, that that's this is why I asked. I, I had to confirm <laughs> that, oh, would it be horrible? Like I, I think it's horrible. Let me check with. <laughs> let me let me put out a survey here to confirm that this is a bad idea. And yes, many many of my female friends wrote lengthy responses uh, on that post, uh, uh, telling me to not do the thing, to not do that, to not create a Tinder profile. Back when I was still single in uh, 27, this was like the start of the podcast. I was 2017 when I was. Uh, this is this was all I was doing. It was all I had going on was teaching kids at a driving school, and uh, and doing the podcast every Monday. All right, you know what? That that that's a great segue. Uh, I don't know. Have I? Uh, I don't think I've told any driving school stories here. Have I? I don't. I, I have. As a rule, I, I did avoid talking about the driving school in 2017 and 2018. The my my my, my boss at the driving school and my coworkers said like, no, do not share anything that goes on at the driving school on your podcast. Honestly, I think the boss, my my old boss at the driving school, he he does follow the podcast. Yeah, thank you, Daniel. I have nothing to lose now. I, I don't think I've shared 
the, the worst student. That that's I, I don't know. I don't know if I should lead off with the best story because in, in every other story I would have pales in comparison. Uh, the, the, the 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 worst student. This is like the. It was like the like when I told that one Uber story. I'm like, I can't top that Uber story. That Uber story was the the best and worst Uber night of my life. Uh, I I I'm a, I gotta tell the the worst student I ever had. Um, and so, like I said, I, I never talked about the driving school when I was doing the podcast. But if anyone would ask and saw me in person, oh, I would tell them all the the crazy hijinks I was getting into because uh, teaching people how to drive was such a it, it is a, a a mentally taxing thing, uh, and uh, and people was oh it, it must be stressful to teach uh, young people. And uh, I, ironically, the young people were actually the easiest to teach. They, they, I had no problem taking, uh, you know, uh, 17, 18, or whatever. I think it was like the, the earliest now. It's like 15 and a half or 16 is that someone is allowed to get behind the wheel. Uh, the kids were generally, like 95% of the kids, no problem. It was easy. Honestly, it was easy for me to teach the, the kids. Uh, it was always the, the, the where I had the problems, where I had the scariest moments as a driving instructor was did I ever do? No, I never try to teach uh, manual ever. No, I don't even know how to drive manual. <laughs> I, I have never worked a clutch in my life, maybe in a video game once. <laughs> And of course, it's like I literally summoned him. There is the old boss. It's like he he knew, <laughs> he he felt driving school. The boss is the old boss is watching. Sorry, Mike. I'm gonna tell uh, my favorite story. <laughs> you literally <laughs> no manual. <laughs> no manual. Mostly Asians. Oh, Daniel wrong with the. <laughs> Daniel Wong with the funniest joke. Oh my God! No manual. No, the area I taught. Yeah, yeah, it was primarily Asians. There were several. We were near El Monte, so there were, there was a lot of Hispanics as well. Now, you know, let me tell a silly story first before I get to the worst student. I'm gonna let me tell you about the best student I ever had, or one of the best students I ever had. So I, I roll up to, to, to pick up. Pick up a student. All right, it's a near their first lesson, yeah, first lesson, and and I go to the Hispanic uh, side of El Monte, and uh, and and then the the father is standing right next to his daughter, and I go pick them up. All right, I go pick to pick up the daughter. Hello, I'm Dre. I'm be I'll be your driving instructor today. All right, and I, I forget the girl's name. There's a young Hispanic lady. How, how much driving experience do you have? And the dad goes, Oh, she has a little bit. I'm like, All right, would you be comfortable jumping in the driver's seat right now? And driving, and she she just nods her head. I'm like, all right, cool. Jump in the driver's seat. Let's go. And I get in the passenger seat. I got my brake and my uh, and my gas. And um, literally, like, so we, I'm like, go ahead, start the car. Say it's, it's a Prius. You know, go ahead, push the button, start the car. And it's funny. Literally, as soon as we st- we start moving, we get out of line. You know, dad's going, why? 
we get literally out of the line of sight. She was like 10 and 2, and all of a sudden, she like drops down, drops the shoulder, throws the arm up, gets super comfortable, and I'm like, alright, for the sake of this driving lesson, I'm going to need you to tell me the truth. How much driving experience do you have? And she's like, what? I'm like, you, I'm like no, 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 you're not going to get in trouble. I'm not going to turn you in. I just need to know if I'm going to be wasting my time showing you the basics. <laughs> I need to know how much you know. So we can skip the basics and I can teach you how to drive for the DMV. Because <laughs> instead of showing you how to drive, I have to help you unlearn a lot of bad habits you probably have right now. Because <laughs> I can tell you know how to drive like, like a normal person. What's the furthest you've ever driven? I drove my family to Mexico. I'm like, all right, you know how to drive. <laughs> this young lady was driving like a gangster. I, I shit you not. It was priceless. I was like, all right, cool. We, I'm, uh, I'm like, here's the good news. All right, you know how to drive. Not a problem. Here's the bad news. You're going to have to learn how to drive like a robot because all these things you do normally will get you disqualified on the test. I need you to... Nah, I need you to check your mirrors. I need you to look around. I need you to be more. I need you to use. I need you to use both hands. <laughs> Driving like a gangster is cool when you're by yourself after you have your license. When you're with a DMV person, you can't drive like this. Rest of your life, you good. You got this. You've driven your family to to and from Mexico. I have no doubt in your real world driving abilities. What you're gonna, I'm gonna have to teach you how to drive for the DMV. It, it, it was, I had, I was like breaking her down. And yeah, and I think one of my other coworkers had her for the other lessons. But I remember, and then I remember seeing her like we were driving around, and then like, and she pulled up next to my car. She was, you know, I think weeks later. Uh, I happened to be driving that same neighborhood, and then a, a big, giant, 4x4 four four black pickup truck comes barreling towards me and honks and rolls down the window. It's her, and she waves. She sees me. It's like, hey, <laughs> I got my license. <laughs> and, like, well, proud teacher. I was like, good job. <laughs> oh, good going, young lady. <laughs> you got this. Uh, another student. Let me tell another another positive story before we get to the super negative story. Let me tell another positive. There was another young lady, and, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, and people don't believe me. A lot of my best students were the female drivers. I know female drivers get a very negative stigma of being you know, bad drivers. In my experience in teaching for two years, a lot of times the female drivers were the better drivers than the dudes. The dudes were more careless for the most part. There were some good male drivers, but no, nah, it's it's all personality. It's not gender. It's all it's up here. Uh, I always told all these students it, it's it's all it's it's not about what's going on with your hands. It's about what's going on up here. You have to be comfortable with this. If you're scared, if you're afraid of the car, then then the car is going to be out of control. You you gotta. I was always very focused on on the mental aspects of driving. Some students really liked that. And other students thought I was wasting their time. <laughs> Mike, dudes show off. That's right, dudes show off. There's another young lady. Uh, I forget her name. There were so many students. I, I don't remember. I remember the names of the bad students. There's another young lady. 
she she was over. I think she was over like a hamburger or something. And she learned how to drive. Her dad bought her like ten lessons, but she was ready after like four. She was smooth. She could drive really well. She was paying attention. She was doing everything right. And I remember one lesson that we had. It was on New Year's Day. And I was scrambling to get out there because uh, I was trying to get around the, the, the road parade. And so I pick her up. And at this point, I, yeah, it was like the sixth, fifth or sixth le- lesson. Like she already has it down. I'm like, we're not going to waste time practicing the test. All right, let's do some advanced driving. I was like, it's New Year's Day. There's nobody on the road. Where do you want to go? What's a drive that you're going to want to make after you get your license? And she says, oh, I, I have family in Brea. All right, cool. We're driving to Brea. Get on the freeway. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, cool, boom. It's New Year's Day. There's nobody on the road. We go from Alhambra to, like, Brea in, like, 20 minutes. Boom, nothing. All right, cool. <laughs> Where do you want to go next? <laughs> can we drive to Disneyland? We can drive to Disneyland. We'll just drive down the 57. Boom, drive down the 57. <laughs> Hook across to the 5. All right, cool. Another 20 minutes. All right. We should start heading back towards the SGV so we can get close to the next student. Head back up the five. We head back up the five, come back to the SGV, and she's just cruising. I'm like, oh, wow, the freeway's really easy. I'm like, the freeway's really easy when there's nobody on it. But, <laughs> but it's like, this is, this is how good. And let me tell you how good this student was. She was so good. She was the only student I ever had that got a perfect score on the driving test. She got through with zero mistakes none I, again beaming like a proud pop i was like so so proud proud i, I, was, I was like yeah she was she was that good because usually i've had other students i've sent in and then they'll get like one or two mistakes like the the, the examiners there they're looking they're looking for a mistake but she, this this young lady drove so well and she caught an examiner on a good day where they didn't talk her you know, she she didn't do anything you know, wrong. Perfect score. Very proud. I had a lot more positive moments teaching than I had negative, but there were some negative. All right, so, all right, I've been hyping this up. Worst student I ever had. Uh, so it was like my second or third month teaching. It was like very early on. I I was not confident uh, about my teaching skills. I was still back. I. Uh, I'm always, you know, imposter syndrome. I don't believe my, I, I have, even though it seems like a, I'm a super confident guy, I, I, I very much, uh, I have a lot of self-doubt. So, Sunday morning, generally that's like the easiest time to teach. Because everyone's either asleep, having breakfast, or they're at church, or, or whatever, watching football. Sundays, chill. I go to pick up a student. Boss man Michael texts me. He's like, all right. You're picking up this uh, lady named Syed. Uh, it's like, it's her fifth lesson, but treat it like it's her first. That's what he put in the message. I, I And again, this is only my, my second or third month teaching, so I, I didn't quite fathom, like, oh, so I got to do the classroom? And, and he goes, no, no, no. Just treat it like a first lesson. I get this lady in the car. All right, cool. Little tiny, little Indian lady. She's... 68 pounds soaking wet tiny she has to move the seat all the way up all the way all the way up all the way forward get in the car all right cool 
and it was very convenient because she lived right by the little beginner area. We had, there was this nice little piece of area where it's a real quiet neighborhood, real quiet neighborhood, real perfect for teaching people how to drive. Not a lot of people driving around. Everybody keeps themselves. This woman could not make a turn to save her life. That two, the, the lesson was two hours. It felt like six. Like I, the, the, the hands of time would not move. This woman could not turn the car. A basic right turn. Like almost every single turn, we'd either almost go into the curb or we'd go off on the opposite side of the street. And I was like, what is going on? Because uh, I'm like, it's her fifth lesson. But she couldn't turn the car. A simple, you know, this is first lesson. <laughs> yeah, Michael, I bet you remember her. We, I think you, me, and the other instructors remember her. She couldn't make the turn. And, and the thing with our school, like the we, we drive to the next student, I had to negotiate this lady from Temple City to Azusa. <laughs> I'm like, we need to get up <laughs> to, to Foothill Boulevard and just keep driving, driving a straight line. Keep it straight. I remember at various points, I just reach over and just hold the wheel to keep the car going in a straight line. I was like, this lady could not make a turn. So... Uh, like I finished with her, and the lady after her was almost as bad. But that lady's that that second lady is inconsequential. Uh, fast forward like a week later, you know, the following Sunday, well, I get her again. I'm like, oh boy, and I don't know what number lesson it was, and so I'm just you know still trying to go through the turns with her, and she's you know still going off, and I'm like, oh my god, why, why? she just for whatever she could not fathom turns. So let's just fast forward this. So let's take it to like lesson 15. Yes. Lesson 15. Most most of my students, we, or most of any of the students. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, Michael coming in with, with a good commentary here. She, she couldn't understand what we would say to her, even though she kept saying she would understand. I remember there was one time she insisted on trying to have a conversation with me in English. And, and yeah, she did not understand what you were trying to. I, I kept trying to keep it as basic as possible. All the instructors, everyone tried with her. Boss man Michael here, he tried for a, a whole week straight with her. And so lesson 15, 16, I, I'm, I'm driving around with her. She's gotten marginally better. We're going to go pick up a student. And, uh,. <laughs> The, the, the lesson had just started. We're driving down a two-lane street. I've told this story to friends many times. It's the first time I've told this in, in, in a recorded sense here. We're driving down this two-lane street, Longden. It's a, it's a street middle. It goes all the way through the SGV. And two lanes. And I, I tell her, we're, we're pulling up to, you know, I think we're dropping someone off. And uh, I was like, all right, pull over. And instead of pulling over, this lady hits the signal for the left side and changes lanes into the oncoming lane as a Mercedes is coming right at us. My eyes naturally come out of my head. I reach across. I grab. I'm like, nope. 
I can grab the wheel. I just take control of the car because thankfully I have a long arm. I can just take control of the car. I'm like, nope. Swerve us back the other way. I parked the car from the passenger side. And as much as I swear on it, I generally try to, I try to be professional. I want to be professional for my boss. My boss, Michael, he's a very professional man, very respectful man. So I, I try to always maintain my profession. I wanted to reflect the, what my boss did. This is the only student I ever cursed out in my life. I literally was like, what the fuck was that? I said, pull over, not change lanes. What the, the proof of what, what Michael said? She didn't understand. She insisted she understood English, but I, I asked her to pull over. This is less than 15, 16. She's been in the car for 30 hours at this point and she almost killed me <laughs> I, I cursed her out I'm like what the fuck are you trying to kill me do you hate me what the fuck I said what the fuck like a, no less than a dozen times because like, true fear like, I felt like oh I almost died this lady almost killed us I'm like do you hate your life do you want to die do you not want to do this and her only response was, sorry. <laughs> Very minimal. Sorry. And it was like, we were like 15 minutes into the lesson. And a part of me wanted to be like, oh no, lesson's over. But I was like, no, I, I, I was very broke at the time. So I needed to earn every dollar. So I'm like, <laughs> and this what's funny. is like the student were dropping off. I think he was just on his phone the entire time. He didn't notice that his life flashed before his eyes. He was too busy, you know playing some sort of phone game we just drop them off i'm like there you go have a good day i get to stay here you get to leave and i continued the lesson and i had to literally i literally kept one eye on her and one eye on the road the end the rest of that lesson i go back and i tell my boss michael like i can't teach her no more she almost killed me today and michael's like no it wasn't it can't be that bad i'm like no she literally almost killed me today and I tell that story to Mike. Michael's like, oh, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> and he, he assigned her to another instructor. But I'm sure that whomever the other instructor was got fed up with her. And she wound up back with me for lesson 21 through 24. <laughs> this And then I tested her again. Uh, we're going down, I believe, is Arden Avenue. I, I remember so. I, I always laugh with my wife anytime we, we go through Temple City. I'm like, I know every single street here. I know them all. The the map is imprinted into my brain thanks to the two years of teaching. She's like, Do you really know every street? I'm like, Yes, I know every single street here. <laughs> I am not joking. <laughs> going down Arden Avenue, and I, I remember I told her, I'm like, Oh. I, I looked in the blind spot, saw there was a car on our left. I'm like, change lanes when it's safe. Uh, Ryan, it's not up to me. <laughs> hey, the lady kept wanting, her husband kept wanting to pay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that, Ryan. We'll get to that. So I saw in my blind spot, there's a car. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm human GPS. It, it, it trips my wife out. I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> sidebar, I was like, Combine my years at Nintendo and then combine my years of driving to school. I am I am a human GPS. We had to go. We were finding a bicycle helmet for, for a, a friend of ours, a kid, 
And it's like, oh, we need to get to the Santa Fe Springs uh, target. I'm like, oh, I know. We'll just go. We're going to go down Imperial. We're going to cut up Carmenita, and we'll be on our left side after two miles. And so I'm like, you didn't need to look that up. I'm like, I know where every target is. <laughs> Seven years of Nintendo repping and five years of of, uh, of, of tablet repping. I know where every target is in Southern California. <laughs> and so, as I'm saying, we're driving down Arden. I know there's a car there. I'm like, all right, change lanes when it's safe. And she just hits the signal and starts moving, and I grab the wheel. I'm like, did you check to see if it was safe? No. Why didn't you check to see if it was safe? I don't know. You need to check. You have to be safe. You almost got into an accident. Okay. Like... So like her final, so all in all, she took like 30 lessons and took three tests. She failed all three tests. So like our boss, Michael, right there, he taught her the last five lessons because he, um, the husband, her husband was insistent. He, he wanted her to learn. She go learn. He, she go learn. And so yeah, the final test, yeah, she failed miserably. She got disqualified every time for unsafe driving maneuvers. And I remember near the end, it was like there was a deadline. Like she had to finish learning by the end of July. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't get any. Later on, we're sitting around the office, myself, uh, my good friend Darren, and the boss Michael. And I'm like, whatever happened? Well, why was there a deadline? And then Michael just laughs, like, ah, oh, <laughs> they're gonna move. I'm like, what do you mean they're gonna move? She, they need to get the license here because they're 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 moving away. I'm like, where do they move to? And Michael says, New York City. And, and I, I do the math in my head, and I literally lose my mind right on the spot. <laughs> Why does she need a license if she's going to move to New York City? <laughs> we risked our lives for nothing. And Michael tells you, it wasn't for nothing. The school made money. <laughs> School made a considerable amount of money from this lady who drove for 60 hours and failed three tests because she couldn't comprehend safety across a language barrier. I was just like, we, like, like, why? And then even, even if she had like pulled off the miracle of somehow getting a license, the license would have been invalid after a year in New York, it just was like, <laughs> yeah, that Daniel, that would be the ultimate plot twist that, that, that she's a, she's a cab driver and that her super aggressive driving skill <laughs> is what's keeping her alive today. <laughs> yeah. New York city, the worst student I ever had hands down. Exactly. Margie. Exactly. Nobody drives in New York. Just the bus drivers and the cab drivers. And I'm sure there's Uber drivers. But if but you can get around without a license, as I'm sure Rosa did when she was living there. Nobody drives in New York. And this woman who... It, it was this comedy. It's... It, it, it's 
still baffling to me to this day. But yeah, that was that. That was the hands down the the absolute uh, uh, Hall of Fame number one first ballot Hall of Famer, worst student of all time. Well, they can, but I hear parking spaces are expensive. Yeah, you. It, it's a it's a second rent payment if you have a parking space in New York. That's something else that, that, that Rosa has told me about living in New York. I have never been. Uh, apparently, at some point, when Tiger is old enough, uh, the three of us are gonna we're gonna take a trip to to New York because Rosa wants me and T to experience New York City. But yeah, that was the <laughs> hands down. But uh, but honestly, I I, I really did in, enjoy teaching mostly because uh, again, I went to school to teach. I was I was gonna become a teacher until I I I wussed out. And then stayed in the retail life until the retail life chewed me up and spit me out. And thankfully, uh, Michael was was kind enough to help me uh, stay on my feet for a couple of years until I found my current job. Now, where I'm, I'm, I'm selling video games every day. <laughs> Am I ready for Tiger's driving lessons at twelve? Uh, as I, I've joked with Rosa, I, I, I would go uh, rent the, the Prius from Michael to teach Tiger. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm going to go. Uh, I, I will pay Mr. Michael Tang. I'm like, I, here you go. Uh, here's the money for a lesson. I'll, I'll, let me just borrow the car <laughs> for two hours. We'll come back around. <laughs> let me, I'll, I'll go teach him. It's like I, I am not, uh, I, I am not teaching anybody without a, a break on my side. <laughs> that was a, a people like don't don't you get nervous teaching people to drive? No, I have a break. <laughs> I'm a break and a heavy foot, <laughs> and quick enough reflexes to stop the car. <laughs> free for me, free to use. I, I, I would compensate you, sir. But, and it wouldn't be for another, like, yeah, 12, 12 to 13 years when Tiger. <laughs> I will hit you up. I, I will compensate you. but <laughs> so, so I can teach my little boy how to drive. I'll, I'll take him through the mean streets of, uh, of Temple City. <laughs> but I, I appreciate that, Michael. Yeah, it, it was, it was, I, I had a good time. It, it was, it was stressful a lot of times. Near the end, I I had a lot of challenging students. <laughs> but I would never go in without a break either. <laughs> Man. It, it, it was... <laughs> it was... It was... It was a... It was a challenge sometimes to teach, but... I, it was it was a very fulfilling job. I I, I would always tell people that it, it was very fulfilling, especially like I would take it personal when when a student would fail a test. Like I, I would I would be like oh I I'd feel bad for them. Like I, I, I failed them, and then when a when a student uh, would pass, I was like, good job. You you learned. You you did it. It wasn't. I'm like I. Like, I was like I was like I was a good I was a good teacher in that like I took no credit for their success, but I took all the blame for their failure. 
I wanted that. I, I, uh, I remember that there there's some very uh, there's a couple of very positive Yelp reviews about me, uh, where this one uh, this one young lady was like she she loved that I was I didn't feel like I I didn't put any pressure on people. I was like, I want you to learn. I want you to be comfortable with the car because I'm not always going to be here. I need you to learn. To f- she, she called me. I wasn't an instructor. I was a passenger. But she's like, that was a good thing because, yeah, you're not going to have someone. You're, the, the safety net's not always going to be there Someone not, to, 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 st- to save you every time. I, I, I wanted students to be comfortable with the concept of driving. <laughs> you still have people ask for me? <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll I'll text you later. I I, I might need to earn some extra cash. <laughs> the, the, the wife doesn't want me to teach. <laughs> she doesn't want me to. She doesn't want me in danger. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'd like to think yeah, after yeah once I got comfortable with with doing that job, it, uh, I I felt I was pretty uh, pretty good at it. But it was yeah, it was it was a very uh, Mentally taxing and physically taxing. I get to sit at a desk all day now. It's uh, my, my my current job. It's not as, as challenging in that respect. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I figured, <laughs> Mike, I'm more than welcome to come back. It, it, it was fun. I think I, I love scratching that 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 teaching itch. It was funny because um, early on, I, I I used to dread teaching the first lesson because it's like the first lesson you're taking someone that potentially has never touched a car before. I used to dread that. I was like, I was I was terrified when I first started teaching those. But near the end, like the first lesson was just the most fun for me because I I loved getting the student to that aha moment where they like, oh, I can do this, and I was like, yeah, yeah, you can. You're doing it. I'm like, I'm not doing anything over here. I'm only stepping on the pedal if you do something wrong. If you're doing it right, that's all you. And just and and so often the, the, the that that realization like where like where where I, where I was building where I'd see the confidence built up. I was like, you're you're doing it. This is you. Although it's funny, there 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 there's certain students that like it, they still bother me to this day. <laughs> I remember this one kid. I, I still remember his face. I think I remember his name, but there's one student who was like, "What are we doing? I feel like you're not teaching me anything." And I, 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 I was so salty about that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right? It makes you feel useful, right? Like you feel like you're doing something. But like this kid told me, oh, "You're not doing anything." I'm like, "You don't understand how this works." If I'm not doing anything, that means you're doing it right. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, you're not doing anything. You're just sitting there. I'm like, I'm making sure. No, I, I was very mad at him, and I think I immediately, like, I think I put him through a test immediately. I'm like, look, let's see what you're doing wrong then. Okay, let's put you in a test environment. I was so mad. He was, he was like a snotty little... He had he had a bad attitude. I think I I put him through like a test. I'm like, all right, let's see how good you are then. If if you feel like I'm not teaching you anything and you're doing this, <laughs> let's see how good you are. And I think I, 
I, I hushed him up real quick. I'm like, all right, nope, you just made a, you made a, 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 a you made a wide turn. Up, oh, nope, you didn't look over your shoulder. You didn't do this. Hey, <laughs> see, <laughs> I, I'm letting you get comfortable with the road, kid. Different students require different instructors, and I think my my approach was not always the right approach. Certain students appreciated my approach, and other students did not. But you know what? It's like Michael said: some some teach, some some <laughs> some students, some parents uh, still ask for me. I guess I would. I, I taught their older kids, and now they have other younger kids who are ready to learn. They're like, hey, that that that, that bald guy still there? <laughs> But yeah, it's <laughs> he didn't know I was messing with King Hater. <laughs> I tried not to be petty. That, that, that was the other thing. I, I again, like I said, I, I try to be professional. Like I could be petty AF. Uh, I'm petty at work all the time because I have a bunch of dumb customers, these dumb wholesale customers. I have to deal with. I, I'm petty with them. But that that's different because my my boss at my current job is is is. Not as professional. <laughs> He's more professional than I am, but <laughs> we're not directly. You know, I'm just dealing with customers via email. I I can passively aggressively be a jerk to them. When I was dealing with students, I uh, I was being trusted by a parent with, with their child, so I I was very respectful to a point. I I I, I make a le- I make an example out of some of these kids sometimes. <laughs> But it, it was uh, over, overall, it, it was a good experience, and there are times I miss it. But m- my wife is deathly afraid of it, and she she wants me to stay alive. It's <laughs> like as long as I don't get an old lady, then we're cool. <laughs> you put me in a car with a sixty-year-old lady, I'm gonna die. <laughs> or uh, there's another story I'm not gonna tell. <laughs> But my, my tombstone was almost red. Dre killed by a bear on freeway. <laughs> Mike, you might remember that one, but <laughs> uh, Rosa didn't challenge you before you fell in love. <laughs> now she 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 kept trying to make me quit. <laughs> Wasn't until I. I found the other job, and she's like, "Now nah, you have to quit. You got to quit the driving school job. Get your wing back." <laughs> Only under thirty for me. <laughs> so it was always the old. It was always the older people. Young people, easy. Old people, that's the true challenge. People who are set in their ways and don't like to be told that they're that they're wrong. Though that's the challenge. That that's that's the true. That's the hard mode. Uh, hard mode, hard mode teaching. Uh, Michael, I, I'm glad you were here for for this. Uh, just co- coincidentally, it just <laughs> it just organically came up that I was like, oh, I need I need stories to tell. I, I I've been telling Nintendo stories and Disney stories. So this week I was like, oh, you know what? I should tell a driving school story because the the some of them are, are, are fun stories. That's a, that's a lot of the point of this show. Is to like lately just tell some stories, uh, uh, like having fun, and it, and it was it was fun. Uh, I hope the business is, is, is doing well for you, sir. I, uh, when it, I, I always think, I always think of the driving school every time I, uh, I, I was passing. I had to pass through Temple City many times recently. I was going me, me and the wife were taking our, our son up to the Arboretum in, in, in Arcadia.
and uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, we're passing by the driving school. She's like, you always talk about the driving school. I'm like, yeah, I always talk about the driving school because that's why I associate this whole area, Arcadia, Temple City. It's like it's so. I spent so much time here. It's like it's all like anytime I I see Lower Azusa Avenue, I'm like, oh, right there, driving school. That's where I was. That was my life for a couple of years. It was my entire life passing out on the couch <laughs> on the ten-hour days. <laughs> it's like Michael, you you know, I, you know, I, I wanted to earn that money. My boss man, Michael, he knew I, I wanted to earn. I, I was an earner. I wanted to earn. Get in at eight, leave at seven. <laughs> It's fun, yeah, and like like I said right there, it's fun most of the time. Like I said, ninety five percent of the time, cool, no problem. But you know, once in a while, I, I always thought, oh, this must be a really hard job. I'm like ah, one out of twenty is hard. The other nineteen, it's fine, no problem, easy. <laughs> keep keep my foot near the near the brake pedal, no problem. All right, I better wrap this up. I thought I was only going to go for for 20 minutes, but here I am at 45 minutes. And i got to make sure I don't wake up the two-year-old. Thank you so much for watching. Michael, thank you so much for, for being here. Co- coincidentally, this this happens very, very much. So where, I, where I serendipitously speak serendipitously speak of a topic, and the person who I need happens to show up live for the show. Uh, Margie, thank you. Uh, Jai, you, you popped in right here near the end. I know uh, Ryan and Daniel are regulars. Thank you, gentlemen, for, for coming through. I saw Warren pop in early on as well. I saw Adley pop in. Thank you so much. Uh, as I say every week, I cannot do this show without the live audience. <laughs> I, I like to work hard. I, I, I do I do like to work hard. My, my, my current boss knows how lucky he is as well. He always tells me, I lucked out finding you. Cause everyone else is lazy. <laughs> I, I I got this like I have I have an old school pride from the generation before me that was instilled in me. <laughs> I, I I just uh, I don't it, it I I have the pride from another generation. What what can I say? You know, G- Giant knows he worked with me too. I was a slave driver when I was the boss. <laughs> As always, again, thank you again. Like like I was saying, um, I can't do this show without you guys. When, the, the, when, when you guys being on here live, it, it makes it so much easier. Before I could get away with it before when I used to have Pete here or when I had Sam here, but I fly solo most of the time. But I don't fly solo when I have you guys here. <laughs> You're watching waiting to, to do tomorrow's Wordle. Uh, <laughs> Rosa's doing Quirtle, which is like four words at once. It's insane. Uh, as always, make sure to catch us uh, on social media at DreGB Podcast on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. I I, I have to go check my Twitter. I want to see how many more retweets and likes my my, my funny tweet got <laughs> at DreGB Podcast. Uh, make sure to find us on YouTube. Uh, I've been putting up. Apparently, the way to go for me is unboxing videos. I've been doing unboxing videos of my old games, and people are watching those. So I guess my YouTube is an unboxing video <laughs> channel now. <laughs> and as always, um, uh, go uh, be if you want to be like Daniel and Ryan and be patrons. Patreon.com forward slash Geek Philosophy. Thank you so much for watching, Michael. Thank you again. You. 
you're you, you're a gracious man. You were an awesome boss. Thank you so much. Ha- you guys have a good night, and we'll see you next week. And for our audio listeners.